Hello, Baker McKenzie welcomes you to Connect on Tech, a global podcast series covering legal developments on data, technology, privacy, and security that impact your business. Hello, welcome to Connect on Tech. This is Adam Aft, the global co-head of technology transactions for Baker McKenzie sitting in our Chicago office. Today, we're here to talk about a really exciting fun tool that I'm, I I really enjoy and and could talk forever about, but I promise we'll have a, a quick a quick podcast today for our listeners. Um, it's a it's an innovative new legal assessment tool that we call the Data Business Booster. Um, it's something that we've designed to help organizations and our clients understand the current state of their data management and protection when using and sharing data. And I'm joined by my colleague, Alexandra Coti from our Paris office. Good afternoon, Alexandra. How are you? Hello, Adam. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, so before we get into the details on the Data Business Booster, I'm going to just maybe talk a moment about data ecosystems and some of the opportunities that we've seen in the manufacturing sector in particular. And I'll, I'll share a little bit later why that's important uh, and, and why, we're, why we mentioned that sector initially, although this tool really has wide applicability across a number of different industry groups. But as you know, given all the different innovative ways that we've seen data be deployed and add value and drive change within our client organizations. We've really seen this as an area of rapid transformation. So again, just using the manufacturing sector as an example, like a number of other sectors, companies are finding interesting ways to address productivity, supply chain management, which is ever important right now, customer interactions, sustainability goals, and a number of other interesting initiatives, all driven through data and their digital transformation strategies. So these are usually pretty complicated. There, there's a lot of different um, collaboration and data sharing, both internally within the organization, between functions, as well as externally to the company. And those data, those data ecosystems, they really can have a positive multiplier effect impacting the bottom line. But of course, there are also risks that we see in, in key legal consideration as our clients and other companies are pursuing these various data strategies. The more that we've seen organizations produce and use data, certainly there can be higher risks around data privacy, IP, or in, in the case of external sharing, antitrust, as well as a few other issues. Um, but really still often we're finding that the benefits outweigh the costs so long as the, the risks are carefully identified and managed throughout the process. But I'm, I'm curious what, what your thoughts are as we continue to work with our clients and think about these issues in terms of the opportunities and the risks presented by use of data. Yeah, I think you, you mentioned a very great point about the interplay between the opportunities and risk because there is indeed a lot of value in the data, but sometimes that can be diminished if it's not managed properly. So, and on the flip side, legal and risk management concerns can sometimes stifle innovation if an organization struggles to push its data programs to the next level because it's not sure really how to manage the risk. So we can really say that this is one of the reasons uh, which makes the tool interesting. Uh, but perhaps, Adam, you can mention uh, what led originally to the development of the tool? 
Sure. Thanks so much. And that's a that's a really great point uh, about how we're seeing the, the trade-off between the two and, and how to draw that careful balance in order to manage innovation. So there, I, I had flagged earlier that we use the manufacturing sector as an example. Uh, the, the tool actually came out of our work, as you know, with the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum had identified a really interesting need of how to unlock the value of manufacturing data. So looking specifically in the IMT sector and in manufacturing and thinking, what can enterprises do in order to really benefit from the value of the data they have and understand what are the roadblocks potentially to using that data successfully? How could we clear those roadblocks? And, and really, what is a good framework we're thinking about and harnessing the power of the data. When we joined the working group with the World Economic Forum, it was great to be involved as, as lawyers, as many of the other participants were not, and we used our legal way of thinking to try and bring a bit of structure around how we thought about data and the uses of data, and that prompted us to identify this real need for organizations to have a quick check on what is their level of sophistication, level of understanding of how they're currently using data and some of the key issues surrounding the use of that data. We regularly work, for example, with clients on all number of data sharing, data licensing, artificial intelligence, and other types of agreements and projects where it's really important to have a good sense of where the organization is in terms of its use of data and its levels of maturity around the organization's data. And we thought a few key areas that, that this comes up most often is across intellectual property, privacy, and then again, especially with external data sharing, competition considerations. So we wanted to figure out a way to build those key issues in with a framework to think about and a quick way to assess for an organization its levels of maturity around its use of data on those issues. That resulted in, very excitingly, this data business booster tool um, that really has, has enabled um, our ability to, to work with clients to identify their levels of maturity and, and potentially unlock some of the opportunities while still identifying risks surrounding their use of data. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious what your experiences have been in terms of, of using the tool and, and some of the benefits you've seen with respect to the way the tool operates and, and, um, and generally what, what you've seen in, in the use of the tool so far. Yeah, sure, because what you said is really illustrates uh, what we wanted to achieve because we really wanted to find a way to look more closely at a company's data management program and assess their maturity and their readiness in several legal areas and potentially to suggest actions to move the company forward. And we also know that companies sometimes can be at different points in their data transformation. So it was really important to have a tool that would be useful regardless if the program of the company is still developing or it's fairly mature. So basically the output of the tool can help facilitate conversations across the corporate functions which is, in our view, crucial to ensuring the balance between business purpose, risk management, and maximizing the benefits of data. Because we notice that sometimes the legal considerations are not really the priority 
for decision makers, but it really should be to capture really the value from the data analytics. And sometimes we see that the relevant experts in a company can be compartmentalized uh, or need support in talking across the function. So we were really interested in helping bridge those discussions between notably the legal, IT, and the other part of the business. Yeah, that's a really helpful insight. I think what we're seeing, and we, we've just seen the same results in our digital transformation and cloud survey just released, we're seeing this story more and more about the opportunity from data presenting the need for this type of cross-functional collaboration at, that, that you've identified. So a perfect example of that is when an organization's identifying potential applications of artificial intelligence through machine learning applications, and they look and identify that the buckets of data that they would potentially use to train an algorithm come from a number of different places, a number of different functions, and it's not so easy to just say, we can only rely on the view from this one part of the business or this one function anymore to embark on this project. We, we really are seeing the, the need to have that type of collaboration that you talk about. And I think that's something we're finding is, is really beneficial is using this tool to help identify, again, where those opportunities are. It, it will also help prompt thinking around where that type of internal collaboration could really benefit a data-driven project. So we've talked all about the exciting aspects of, of having this tool, how we've used the tool with client. We haven't actually said all that much to our listeners about how the data business booster tool works and really what type of feedback someone going through a quick discussion with the tool would find. Could, could you give us just a few moments on what exactly the, the, how the tool really works and, and the type of feedback it provides? Yes, of course. So the tool was developed by an interdisciplinary group of Baker McKenzie lawyers, um, mainly in Europe, in the US and in Asia, with expertise in intellectual property, data protection and antitrust. So we really wanted the tool to be globally applicable. It was really important to have the multi-jurisdictional approach. And we decided to focus on these very few key areas that as you mentioned earlier, is, are indeed the foundation of a good data management and sharing program. So specifically, uh, privacy, intellectual property, and antitrust matters. We are, however, already thinking of how to extend it further to other areas of laws. So how does it work? Uh, in practice, it's a questionnaire. So the tool takes the users through a series of questions, which overall takes about uh, five minutes to complete, and generates uh, at the end a report with a degree of maturity level across five stages, and as well as flagging issues and identifying critical measures on how to improve the legal strategy. So we built the tool intentionally modular, so you really can focus either on one or two areas or eventually do a full review. And at the end, you have a maturity level from one to five to really understand where the company stands in its readiness to share data from a legal standpoint and the start of an action plan. Got it. That's very helpful. And I think one of the really important things for our listeners to understand is, is where you highlighted how quick it is to go through the tool. It, it's not meant to be some comprehensive legal assessment it, more than it, it's really intended to, to help frame thinking, drive decision-making, just to give a, a bit of a sanity check quickly rather than something in-depth. And we've really found it's valuable in our work 
and using the tool. So very exciting. I really appreciate you taking time to come on the podcast today to talk to me about it, talk with me about it. I'm excited to continue to work with our clients and with you and using this tool. And if anyone listening has an interest in, in seeing what the tool is and how it operates, please feel free to reach out and we'd be happy to meet with you to discuss. Alexandra, thanks so much for the time this afternoon. Great to speak with you as always. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next podcast when we connect on tech. For more information on data and technology, subscribe to our blog at connectontech.com or visit our website at bakermckenzie.com.